old school Paul, new school Justin. Man, y'all still going to school though. <laughs> Sit down, listen up. Father, son, y'all think it's just another one. Fade the Vader, they be grading players, all it's done is made the piper pay me, and they've been grinding lately. Up late, hit the waivers, don't hate the player, hate me. It's just a game boy, never gifted one on Christmas. Instead, I asked for ships to hit everything off my wish list. Check the litmus, do y'all really not get this? Hit this triangular shaped button, I don't want you to miss this. But I guess that's really none of my business. Nope. Me risky free crews with pollen just and just listening. Yards after contact and catch, that's a lot of distance. The kind of info make me wanna blow opponents' kisses. But I gotta be clear, there was one key difference. Relationship is deep in this vent of ellipses. Like how Justin agreed to washing all the dishes. I'm just grateful Paul turned the miss into the missus. Father Sun Pie, get down on the get down. If you don't get it now, then get get out. Father Sun Pie, sit down and get rich now if you're not feeling it now then get get out what's up everybody welcome to the father son fantasy football podcast my name is paul my name is justin if you guys are new please subscribe we do two episodes a week in the season we have our trade targets episode right here and then we have a dfs plays episode that goes out on you know friday friday afternoon and if you guys didn't do the main slate we told you to put Aaron Jones in your lineups and hopefully you oh. did that because holy crap. Wow. I almost Aaron. lost. I almost lost dad in our in the home league. I uh was up by should have th- lost. I was you up only won by 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 point two five points you won by. I did, but I don't care. Just you you should I was up by thirty. He had Aaron Jones who had fifty and then I was stuck with Mason Rudolph's crappy, you know, performance and uh Mark Walton and I snuck away barely with that Nice little point two six point victory. I'm okay with it. A win's a win, and I'm still tied with first for you. I'm in second whoa, right now because you scored whoa, whoa. a not, lot I of have points. More, who just took over first place by points? You did. You have a lot of points. That's right. Your team is the second best team in the league. Who's the first? You're looking at them. It doesn't matter. Anyway, no matter whose team is what, you just make it into the playoffs. I hope. That's when things you know, happen. I hope. You know, it's pretty cool, though, because we're first and second in the home league, and it's father's son. We're running it. We're running it. We're the only, you know, you and I, six and two. So, come on. All right. We'll give it up. Come on. Come on. You know, first and second in the, you know, that's pretty good. It's not, you know, that's pretty good. So, good good job, us. First and second yep. in, the, in our home league. And I hope I face. Hey, and you got and you got to win in the subscriber league too. Finally, to move up into eighth place. It's all bunched up there. Still bunched up in the subscriber. It's not league. bunched up. D- Dan. Well, Dan. All right, yo, Dan. Game. Hats off to Dan. Dan, you're taking. Dan should have lost this week, and he came. He came back and won. And I thought I would get a game closer to him because I'm right there in second place. You are right there in second place. Your team's looking good. Most points in the league is actually you. So I do have the most points in that league. I'm not scoring. You hear that, league. Dan? You hear that, Dan? Most points in the league. 18th making playoffs. It's four and four all the way up to fourth place. There's five teams that are four and four, and I'm I'm gonna win this week. So hopefully some lose so I can go ahead of them. Stompy's in third. I beat Stompy five and three. One of those losses to me. You're five and three. One of your losses is also me. I play Stompy this week. I think in a subscriber league. Oh, you play Stompy. I play Leotard Man. You do play Leotard Man. What's your thoughts about this Leotard Man? He's going down, of course. Of course. Of course he is. Why do you say that? Just look at my team and, and his team. He's done. He's done. Mahomes may be back, though. <laughs> He's not back this week. All right, probably not. But we're going to talk about who did well, who didn't do well. So Aaron Jones is, I guess, a good place to start off that. Ye- well, you uh, might as well start with Rodgers and him. I mean, you want who you want to start with, Aaron Jones? Let's let's start with Rodgers. 
Rodgers' last two games. I'm not even no. I, I don't know. Rodgers shared that one throw at the back of the end zone to Jamal Williams. Listen, no, no. He's the winning wanna, candidate right now for MVP. No, I disagree. Still, I think you so, have to look no. at McCaffrey, or you look. Right. You possibly look at Russell. Wilson. Any one of them guys can win. I'm just saying, right now, he is leading the MVP race. The last two games, he has 767 total yards, nine total touchdowns, 75 percent completion rate. against two bad defenses. Yeah, I agree with you. He picked apart know. the Chiefs' defense with ease. This Aaron Rodgers is zero and thirty-seven when trailing against a winning team in the fourth quarter. I don't. I think that just says it all right there. Like, yeah, he's doing well. He's lost two games, but one of the games on the line, one of the most least clutch right. quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm an Aaron Rodgers what's, hater. What's well, what's pre- what's pretty what's pretty impressive with Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't have Devontae Adams. He's been throwing this last game to his running backs who were covered by linebackers. Really. I mean, he just tore them up. Back now, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones That's in our a home league. Mismatch. In our in our home league, scored fifty four points. He was unstoppable, dude. Four, it was thirteen rushes for sixty seven yards. Caught seven passes for one hundred and fifty nine. Two touchdowns. Making awesome strides as a receiver this season. I mean, he's he nearly doubled his mismatch. average, his aerial output from last season. He, he's un. They they talked about he needed help in a receiving game. Well, he's shown it this year. One what's crazy. What's crazy is that Devontae Adams probably comes back this week. Like their offense is yeah. going to be nice. And then not even that. Oh. I've heard rumors, reports, not reports, more rumors, saying Josh Gordon's probably going to go to the Green Bay. Well, Josh so if Gordon you have Josh Gordon somewhere. If you have Josh Gordon going to Green Bay, I think it helps him out more because, you know, you can't really, it's hard to thrive with the alpha receiver in the Patriots. Like the last time you saw it was Randy Moss and Deion Branch. Uh, other than that, there's no real big so, alphas that really well. So I think that Josh Gordon could succeed. And Green Bay. So if people dropped them in your league and you're in the playoffs, I would definitely look for adding Josh Gordon. Anyone else that did well? You want to say we already talked about Aaron Jones? Well, well, now you're you're talking about Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers. So let me just—he's one of my sell highs this week. Aaron Rodgers. Listen, the quarterback. Of course, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats. There's no question about it. But his back-to-back huge fantasy weeks will not last. In his next few games, he plays the Panthers, the 49ers, and the Vikings. So it's going to be tougher him to continue what he's doing but he's off to a great start so if you can sell him sell him high he's on my team i'm not selling him. i'm going to keep him but i'm telling you if you have to make your other team better because my team overall i think is pretty good but in order to make your team better sell him high and get some players that can that can help you because playoffs are coming i'd also sell aaron jones though um i've been opponent selling aaron jones it's just a, it's hard because he looks good your receiving works there but you just never know with the Green Bay running backs. You just never know, and I think it's a perfect sell high. I'm not selling high. Aaron Jones. You can get so much for him right now. I'm not saying selling short. Yeah, it's it's sell so high for a reason. But you can, if I get, a, I guess some bylaws we're talking about, if I could package up Aaron Jones for Michael Thomas, I would do that. I would even probably send Aaron Jones for Chris Godwin plus someone else you'd probably get back now. Um, we'll go through some bylaws soon. I don't have any big bylaws this week, but I have some good bylaws. But... I don't know. Aaron Jones possible sell high depending on what you can get back for him. I think we're talking good performances. Juju Smith Schuster finally got in the end zone. Probably, finally not, had it. Not even week. that. That that catch he had, nice little moss action on there, but he couldn't really separate from Xavier Howard. They had some thing on Twitter where he couldn't really get free, but like it's gonna happen. Xavier Howard's one of the best corners in the NFL, and yeah, he locked up Juju for some of the game and sat the whole fourth quarter. <laughs> But yeah, Juju I mean, with a nice little monster. Juju points. got back against Miami. So sell high on Juju because <laughs> that offense just does not look that great. Mason Rudolph looks human. I'd also sell high on James Conner because of an injury. And I don't know. Well, I, I don't. I think he's going to be done, isn't he? I don't know if I had done. I heard he's day-to-day. Uh, I heard day-to-day. It's very up in the air right now. We have no official report. We're recording this on Tuesday. So stay tuned to see Yeah, what but I don't today. think he'll be playing for a while. 
I'm okay with that. I have Jalen Samuels and, in both and the home. Samuels is coming back. Hopefully, James Conner gets back healthy, though. I like seeing him play. Um, One good. of the hottest teams in football that played well is um, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you they got did. the Stafford combo with Galladay. Galladay went uh, off, and hopefully you bought low up chasing the fade of last week's. It was just an outlier because this week Galladay looked unreal. I guess you could kind of say that one catch he had, he, he took it like a little baby. He's like, yo, give me that. It's mine. He took that away. Eight targets, six catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns, one red zone target. Mm. I mean, hey, Galladay had a game. 34 points. Stafford, Stafford continues to be hot. He's, he was 25 of 32. 342, three touchdowns. Over the last two weeks, he has completed 71% of his passes. Stafford seven touchdowns and two uh, interceptions. So between Jones the week before, Galladay this week, and I think Amendola even had a decent – he had over 100 yards, I think, receiving. So just uh, they're they're clicking right now. The Detroit Lions are clicking. Galladay on the year is fourth in air yards among all wide receivers, which I really like to see. And his average at the target is 15.4 yards. That's beautiful. I love it. I'm very happy to be owning Kenny Galladay in two of my leagues and in the home league. Yeah. Yeah. You got lucky whenever I faced you because he had three points. But, you know, whenever he doesn't it have three doesn't, points. It doesn't matter. I'll, it's, yeah, we'll, I'll see you in the championship. Well, maybe. You just got to make, make, make it that far. You got to make it that far first. You got to make it. You got to make it that far. All uh, right. Well, other good games. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew looked good. He uh, yes, threw he for three touchdowns, so very good for Gardner Minshew. Other performances that kind of stood out to me. Mike Evans. Video game numbers. This dude had all the targets. <laughs> it was a great matchup. D Bro wrote about it over at the Quan Edge in the Ten Facts article. He has every week. He wrote about it. He even said, "Hey, this matchup. It's cake. I forget who was guarding him, but it was cake. So Mike Evans, twelve targets, eleven catches." 198 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. So Godwin had a nice little low day. I would definitely buy low on Chris Godwin if you can. If that's possible. I mean, I don't know who's going to be really selling him. I don't know who's going to give him up. Think about it, though. He hasn't. We haven't really seen him do that well in three weeks. And it's been like, okay, it's been three weeks. It's not a lot of time. But people have like a little bit of, uh, you know, amnesia. They just forget kind of. Short-term memory loss. The bye week. And then following the bye week, he has like not that great of a game, like an eight-point game. People be like, oh. It's just Chris Gowan. When they're just going to discredit what he did the whole season. Because right now in my head, I'm like, oh, Chris Gowan, no, he's good, but he hasn't really done much in a while because he had a bye week and then he had this 10-point outing. He still had eight targets, though. Yeah. So I'm buying the targets. I'm buying it. And his playoff schedule is cake. May I say that? He's got Colts in week 14. You got the Lions week 15. And the Texans. Texans is going to eat up in championship week. So... I'm looking for playoffs right now because most of my teams are in the playoff hunt, and I'm trying to make sure that if I make the playoffs, because you know it doesn't matter what you do from weeks one to thirteen. If you're in the playoffs, it's win or go home. Exactly. So I my trade targets right now aren't even for the next couple of games. Unless I'm trying to make the playoffs still. But if I'm a team that's already sitting comfortably, like I'm pretty confident I can make the playoffs, I'm trying to trade for people that are going to go off for me in the playoffs. And Chris Godwin is going to be one of those guys. That one guy who I don't think you're going to get now. You should have got him two weeks ago and was struggling. Was Hopkins. Hopkins is now two good weeks in a row, um, over 100 yards in both games. He's targeted 28% of the time in, in the absence of Fuller this week. Everybody says Kenny Stills was going to be doing something, but I, I think he he didn't even get six fantasy points this week. Yeah. Chris but uh, Fells got in for two touchdowns. I mean. Fells got two touchdowns. That one touchdown with Deshaun Watson when he got yeah. kicked in the face. I, unreal. Wow. He said, like, a in kick, the post- yeah, he got kicked in the face. Do you see that? Yeah. Un- unbelievable. 
That was probably one of the best touchdown throws I've ever seen in my life. And he even said he couldn't even see. He didn't even know he scored a touchdown. No. no he right. even said the only way he knew he threw a touchdown was because of the crowd. Right. So Deshaun Watson continues to do Deshaun Watson things, and I'm loving every second of it because I have him. And he's my top three favorite quarterback. Who didn't do well this week, Dad? I mean, we're talking about people who did well. Who did not do well? Oh, you can say it. Go for it. Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> who what? What did you just say? Dude, I even say it on my Twitter. I have it. He's a glorified Mr. How about Trubisky. like how about like when most quarterbacks go hike and they flip it, it counts as a pass to their running back and they usually score a touchdown. What does he do? They're coming after him. He throws it right to the defender of the Dude. Patriots. He didn't even know it had him. Hit him in the shoulders. Boom. Interception. What was that? Explain that to me about your new Cleveland Brown team. Come on. Oh yeah, nothing. I got nothing. They ain't even, they're not even making the playoffs, and you're talking and, Super Bowl uh, eight I, weeks ago. I never said Super Bowl. Eight weeks ago, <laughs> Super Bowl. Right now, five wins is looking optimistic. But I was uh, – Nick Chubb, that fumble he had when his offensive lineman kicked it out. Are you are you serious? And then today, the trade deadline was nothing. A lot of rumors came around, but Trent Williams for the offensive tackle for the Redskins. He was supposedly on the block. Apparently, the Redskins wanted Denzel Ward plus. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Why? It's not even like a thing, but Browns just don't look good. Again, granted, it was the Patriots, and I, I don't know, no good takeaways from that game. Baker's got to start clicking, and if they don't win this next week against Denver, if, they, if we don't win, then Freddie Kitchens has to go. He has to, because you can't have this much talent on your team, because you, you can't d- deny there's talent on this team, Dad. You can't. There's talent on this team. Well, there's a lot of talent. But so if you just, were going to tell me that you're Freddie Kitchens and you're going to go two and, hey. and six, eight? No, two and seven? No, two and six. Two and five. Let, right me, let, me, let me remind you of a table bet we had. No, I, I don't, 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 no, no, no. Because you want to do this for the podcast. Don't, don't even do it. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, even yeah, put it on I air. On, on someone even, else's podcast, you even put it on air. Because I had to. I was a guest. I had to get the people going. If I didn't make it, if I didn't make that bet then the show wouldn't have been as good. That bet made the show better. I said the Giants would be over four. Well, I'm halfway there. (laughs) So am I. I'm halfway to four. (laughs) You said said Cleveland over 12. Really? (laughs) Is that two seasons combined? I count count (laughs) preseason. That ain't happening. I count preseason. They are the most overrated team in football. Baker Mayfield's got a lot of growing up to do. Yeah, he's got to realize. I mean, all the endorsement deals he did, he did this offseason. It's, it's a matter of time. I said it before. Before Odell complains, he's not getting the ball enough, just like he did in New York. He's getting anyway. Enough. Uh, enough of the sorry Browns. I, I can't even talk to you about him because you're a traitor, dude. And I don't. You're you're a traitor for worse. They're they're the Giants look better than they do. Fuck the Giants. Daniel Jones looks better than him. Daniel Jones looked good. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't care. This dude's got to fix some stuff still, too. He's like EY 2.0. Regardless, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. over here sitting with the Brown fan not looking good. Now, I don't want to talk about who else did bad. Cause, you know, just one bad. other guy I'd like to – just one other guy who's in the who absence of Kamara. Who do you want to insult here? Oh. He's in, the, in the absence of Kamara, Latavius Murray's playing unbelievable football. He rushed 21 times for 102 yards and a touchdown and, and 9 of 12 targets uh, for 55 yards and another touchdown. For the second second straight game without Kamara, he's been exceptional. Right? He has been pretty well, pretty good. So let's let's talk about bad games. Odell Beckham. I don't even want to talk about bad games. We already talked about bad games. I want to go into trade. Odell I want to go. Beckham. I want to go into trade. Targets. I have a seven for fifty-two. 
Yeah, because the, the average of the target was like three yards. The fact that he was going out to Stephen Gilmore and still caught five or seven targets is from Baker Mayfield. That's pretty good in the rain. I mean, what receiver has done anything against Stephen Gilmore all season? No one. So I'll take that. But yeah, it's just stupid. I need Freddie Kitchens to get stop calling the plays you give to Todd Munkin. I've been saying this for three weeks now. It's week eight, and you're still not gelling, and you're two and five. What, like, dude? You're obviously right. not working. So all right, go to some bylaws. Let's do some bylaws <sighs> for the, for the people. Getting angry. Okay. So, bylaws. I mentioned it last week. I'm sticking with it, dude. Mike Williams is the biggest bylaw for me because this dude is seventh among all wide receivers this whole year in air yards. Seventh in air yards. All right. And not only that, he has a 31 percent market share of the air yards on the team you take away some of the weeks he didn't play so you look at the last three weeks you look at week six seven and eight i'm going here air yards mike williams is number seven again and he has a 20 percent target share in his offense and now going into the off season coming into the season dad what, what would what was mike williams what was he known for think about it. last year what did he do this deep this, threat and what else did he do? He he did a lot of what that was unstable. <laughs> I said, you said he was gonna cut. He had touchdown. Yep, a big touchdown guy. Right last year he had like thirteen. How many has he had this year? I, I don't know. Zero touchdowns this year for Mike Williams, the guy who was notorious for scoring touchdowns. So you're gonna fade that. Positive regression is due. This guy is gonna get in the end zone well, sooner rather than later. They just you know, you. They just fired you, Ken Wisenhunt. They just fired the offensive coordinator. I know. I you think, can say the same thing about Keenan Allen, right? I'm buying I both. Mean, I'm I buying mean, the, both. the Chargers have to eventually realize that they need to target Allen a lot more. If they don't, then they're just neglecting an opportunity for themselves to be a better team, is what I think. Okay? They were 6-3 and three in games where Allen had at least 10 targets during the 2018 and 2019. Yeah. They do have to target Alan Moore. I don't. Under, I don't understand why they're not using him. I really don't. That's why they just fired Ken Wisenhunt. They just fired the offensive coordinator, so it's probably a good thing moving forward. So I'm buying Mike Williams. I'm also buying Keenan Allen, and once again, I'm gonna be buying Robbie Anderson. And I don't care. It's the Jets. Yeah, they suck. But the schedule is literally the easiest <laughs> thing in the world this, these next few weeks, and it's I think the best fantasy schedule moving forward. They have Miami this week. I think they got the Giants in there. They have Miami again. So I am buying Robbie Anderson because of how easy the schedule is moving forward. So Miami this week, I'm just expecting hopefully something. So Miami, the Giants, and Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, that's cake. No hard defenses there. Sure, Pittsburgh, but hopefully San Darnold gets a little tiny a bit of a groove by the time he faces Pittsburgh in Week 16. You have a buy low for us, dude? Well, I have a couple, actually, but the, the me, one that I really like is Carson Wentz. Why right? do you like Carson Wentz as a buy low? Because... Owners are fed up with the way he's playing this year. He's been inconsistent, and the Eagles have rarely aired it out like many thought they would be. But there are two reasons why Wentz is a great buy, okay? First, he should be getting Deshaun Watson back. Oh, right? whoa, 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 which, whoa, 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 <laughs> Which changes the entire <laughs> offense. You said, Go ahead, you, what? You said Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Deshaun Jackson. I love doing that. <laughs> he's getting Deshaun yeah. Watson back. He's about to be elite, the best quarterback <laughs> duo in the league. <laughs> All right, he's going to be getting Deshaun Jackson back soon. That's big. That is big. <laughs> which is which changes the entire offense, right? The lack of a deep threat has been killing him in many ways. Second, his schedule for the week 13 through 16, which is during the fantasy playoffs, right, is going to be is very enticing. You got the Dolphins. You got the Giants. 
you got the Redskins, and you got the Cowboys. So I'm buying low on Carson Wentz. That's a good buy low. I'm not a big quarterback. You know what I'm selling high on? Jared Goff. You're talking about sell high. He's just not good. At easy part of his schedule is over. I'm selling high on Jared Goff. You're gonna. Keep I, I, I agree with that. Not a buy low for you. I mean, it's not going to be easy to get it done, most likely. It's not even really a buy low. Uh, I mean, yeah. Allen Robinson, you know, didn't really have a great week this week, but last week, you know, he hit 16 targets. This week, he had seven targets. Regardless, 23 targets on 15 catches for his last two games, and he's also fifth in the league in air yards. I look at the air yards because air yards is what's important to me when I look at these buy low candidates. Who's the outliers here? Who's getting all these air yards, but who's not converting? I'll tell you who else isn't converting, dude. Curtis Samuel is not converting. No, he's not. He's not converting. 11 targets, four catches the last two games. and yeah, he, A lot of the throws this week, though, were out of his reach. He had a touchdown that was, if it was a better thrown ball this week, he would have had a touchdown. It's just he, yeah. he would have. But I really like Curtis Samuel moving forward. I like him as a buy low. He had 11 targets this week because he had a bye week last week. 11 targets this week. 11. Curtis Samuel. And 159 air yards, which I think is, is I think he was third among all wide receivers this week. If air yards come a little. Yeah. yeah. He was fourth. No, fifth. Fifth among all wide receivers this week in air yards. But that's going to change when they get Newton back, probably. Yeah. it's. I mean, Newton's not an accurate deep ball thrower, but I'm hoping he can still get the ball. So I'd probably buy low because people may be scared of the Newton thing. Why not? Another good buy low for everyone out there. Christian Kirk. Mm. 11 targets in his first game back. Eight catches, 122 air yards, and his weighted opportunity rating of 0.78. Now, that's pretty high for a weighted opportunity rating, and it is because for, it, it is for, the for, fifth highest. For the three games he missed, fifth highest. Was, I mean, he was Murray's favorite target this week. He was. And nice little sneaky little ad for people is Josh Reynolds. I'm adding Josh yes. Reynolds in all leagues where I am and any wide receiver help because guess what? Cook's concussion again i believe that's his fifth concussion in the nfl which yeah. is kind of crazy so hopefully he's fine but he got shooken up i got him i got him on a team how about that for the, the first minute of the game he's out Ooh. big big fat zero points rough 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 and i'll tell you who else is a good buy low but you don't have to buy on low this week jordan howard buy in on jordan okay howard. no get this is a miles sanders podcast Listen, you can't even say you that. may you i'm selling you, high on miles just like sanders. other people have been waiting for miles sanders to break out and many will assume No, I'm that selling high on Miles Sanders. The big breakout game, dude, he doesn't got yeah, many carries. You're going to buy low on Jordan Howard. I'm buying. All right, yeah. And Dynasty, listen, you're getting his Sanders hitters. received only six touches and played 18% of the snaps. As yes. Howard remained their workhorse. If someone wants to sell Howard because they think they saw a changing of the guard, take advantage and ride Howard for the rest of the season as an RB2. That's fair. Okay, forget about Sanders. Whoa. Howard is the guy. I still like to buy San- sell sell high on Sanders because you can sell them now, and I think for dynasty purposes, I'm buying, buying. Who's buying. gonna buy him? Who's gonna buy him? I, I'd like to buy him. I got one more buy low for you. Yeah, all right. So you can sell high on Miles Sanders, probably get a good return on him. Who? Yeah, one more buy low. You said if it's not Terry McLaurin, you're wrong. No, Mark Andrews. Oh, right? that's a good buy low. He had his worst game of the season in Week Seven. He had two catches for I think 35 yards, something like that, and then was on a bye week in Week Eight. Um. So this might want to make owners deal to deal a player like that. Throw some offers out for Andrews as he has been a top five option at tight end this year, and that should continue. Yep. Now, Terry McLaurin is my favorite buy. I'll tell you why. Because if you're in the playoffs, I would if you're guaranteed in the playoffs kind of thing, I would definitely trade for Terry McLaurin. This week, he has Buffalo, who's top five against the wide receiver position, then a bye week. And people, 
you're gonna see his last two games, two point one against San Francisco in the in the big like monsoon of a game with waterfalls coming from the sky. Then he goes against Minnesota, six targets, four catches, had the touchdown basically negated by passing interference on the defense, so they went to the one yard line. And now he's got Buffalo. Then he's got a bye. After his bye, though, the schedule lightens up. It's the Jets, it's Detroit, it's Carolina, Green Bay, and in the playoffs, he has the last two games of the Eagles and the Giants. This is just wheels up for Terry McLaurin come playoff time, and the dude is good. And people can keep sleeping, oh, he's a rookie, it's not consistent. No, no, no. They're going to be behind a lot because the Washington football team yep. is not good. So I'm buying Terry McLaurin where I can. But I really like that Mike, the Mark Andrews bye you had, too. And for people listening right now, and they're like, oh, you know, should I really trade for these players? I'm pretty good when it comes to trading, dude. I sniped it last week. I sniped the freaking Tevin Coleman by low. You mentioned it too. We mentioned it. Tevin Coleman by low. I sniped it the Andre Hopkins by low. I'm still saying by low and I'll go back home because the schedule gets so much lighter and it's just got it's, it's got to come to fruition. I'm I'm doing good with my by lows this year. I've hit on a lot of them. So if yep. you guys are listening, yep. I would definitely target almost all these players because you know not all of them are gonna hit. I'm not saying I'm 100 perfect. I'm saying most of the time I like to think of myself as getting most of them right. But yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah, and then sell highs. We already mentioned some of them. But anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to um, say? Well, sell high. I already gave you Aaron Rodgers. I, and I'm going to say another sell high would be Julio Jones. Right? Uh, Jones has struggled for much of the year compared to what his fantasy owners are used to. After a huge week eight where he had 10 receptions for 152 yards, it might be time to sell. The Falcons are going nowhere. Yeah, they're not going anywhere, but it could be down by a lot because I mean, their defense sucks. So that's why I'm, it's possible. If you can get you probably at, a good mount back for Julio, I would definitely sell. Right, because after his week nine bye, he faces the Panthers twice, the Saints twice, and the 49ers, all good defensive units. Yeah. Although the Falcons are going to have to pass, no matter how you look at it. Uh, Julio will probably have the top corner on him. So now would be the perfect time to sell. Nah, high. Does it really matter for Julio? No, but like it's a good sell. No, high. It's a very good saying, sell. High. It's going to be it's going to be difficult with the with those defenses he's going to have to face. You know, I, yeah. If you can get a good return for Julio, I would definitely sell because Julio. you can still get good value. I think because because the Falcons are going to have to throw no matter how you look at it. Yeah, they're going to be behind in almost every game. They're going to have to throw. That's fair. Yeah, I would sell Julio if you can. I've been burned by us before though. I remember a couple years ago. Going into the fantasy playoffs, yes. I had Julio Jones, and I traded him away for DeAndre Hopkins. This was like yes. know, four or five years ago because I was like, oh, he's got to face Josh Norman on Carolina twice in the fantasy playoffs. Let me tell you, I made it to the championship game, mm-hmm. and I lost because Hopkins had like 12 points, and Julio against Josh Norman had 43, and I would have won if I kept Julio Jones. So sometimes I can burn you, but if you can get a good return for Julio Jones, I would definitely trade him. And that's going to do it for today's podcast, bro. So we're going to be back for our DFS episode on Friday afternoon. Stay tuned for it. Follow Twitter at FatherSonFF. You can follow me over at JustinFSFF. And where can they follow you? Paul at FSFF. There you go. Something like that. They'll figure it out. So, yeah, if you guys are new, please subscribe. Made it as far. Let us know what you think about your trade targets. And, yeah, we'll see you guys later. See you.